Hi everybody, this is RJ Thompson. Uh, I'm an assistant professor of graphic design at YSU and I'm having a conversation today with uh, Rebecca Banks for the City of View podcast. And um, I have not actually had a whole lot of interactions with uh, Rebecca. In fact, my entire time here, uh, I've just now started to uh, talk with her and I think a lot of that has been going on through Facebook. So um, I, like you, don't know much, if anything, about her, and uh, I'm hoping to learn a lot uh, through our conversation today. So, um, Rebecca, why don't you tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, where you grew up, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm very excited. It's a pleasure to meet you in person. I'm Rebecca Banks. My maiden name is Ramirez. I mentioned that because that's really a goal of mine to get back to that. I grew up in a lovely neighborhood called Smoky Hollow, which is right near the university. I'm of Hispanic background, Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Mexican. Went to city schools. I am 54 years old. I'm a mother of two boys, Brett and Bruce. I'm a lot of things. <laughs> Do you want me to go more into some of my roles? Or? Sure. Yeah, okay. tell us everything. Okay, good. So I'm a volunteer. I take that very passionately. I volunteer at the hospital every weekend. I mention that because I started life as a three-pound preemie. Wow, okay. Born on Christmas Eve, wasn't due till February. And, you know, I didn't really think of the significance of that till maybe about maybe about 10 years ago. And, like, and as I look back more, I wanted to survive from the get-go mm -hmm. <laughs> so now one of my roles is I go to the hospital every weekend and I volunteer with coffee cart I'm gonna do that later today cool I, I'm a recent YSU grad got my uh, bachelor's last May and my degree is in general studies and with that you have two concentrations so mine are social work and sociology with the women's study minor. Still don't know exactly what I'm gonna do yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still debating about going for a master's or whatever. But what I would love to do is work with students. I love students. And my journey has been a little bit of all over, been through some hard times. I'm a survivor of domestic violence, so that's one of my passions that I really want to help educate both sexes because men are abused too. I'm not a, I'm not one that just looks at the woman's side of things because mm -hmm. I have dear friends. I'm, I'm anti-violence period. I don't think it's funny. No, I don't think it's a laughing matter. So that's one of my goals is to help educate, especially our young mm -hmm. because I myself got caught in that early, and it was so hard to get out of. Thankfully, I did, but I still have a lot of scars, physical, mm -hmm. mental. So that's one of my passions. I wrote my capstone last year for, to, um, for graduation on how I feel Ohio should have programs starting to educate our youth younger. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I just I love school. 
I'm a big nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love it. I can relate. When I, <laughs> I My journey to graduate, as I mentioned earlier, I was involved with domestic violence, had a very abusive boyfriend at the time. I graduated from Rayan, the Rayan High School, and I went attended YSU right out of that. And I was working full time downtown at Woolworths, and I didn't do well because a I was working full time, a very physical job, mm-hmm. and trying to go to school at night in between, you know, being abused mentally and physically, right. and so that didn't work out. So. Eventually, I would, well, I didn't know about withdrawing, but I didn't go anymore. Then I finally broke out of that cycle of abuse and got married a year later. Um, and, you know, eventually I started back to school in 2009. <clears throat> uh, I did go to Chauvin for a while. I did want to mention that because I love Chauvin Career Center. Mm-hmm. That's another one of my passions. I'm, I'm, Great folks over there. I'm a big advocate for yeah. Have you seen their graphic? I have, uh, yeah. Yes. I've, I've I've had a few tours, and I got to see their three D printing labs. And, yeah, it's love exciting. Love it, I love <laughs> it. So that's one of my passions. I try to do as much as I can to promote there and advocate for the students and the program. It's a, it's a, it's a jewel we have in our city, and I feel that more people need to know about it. And so I do my part. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm happy to say that my two sons, Brett and Bruce attended Chopin. Great. So Brett was taking commercial art and my son Bruce, he was taking pre-engineering. So I'm happy we kind of kept that string going. How old are your boys? Well, my Bruce passed away. Oh, okay. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. He would be 21 if he was alive. He passed away July 7, 2012. So needless to say, that was very devastating. Of course. drowned accidentally as that was what the ruling was and so I just kind of making my way in the world Mm -hmm. that way which is very hard my son Brett he's 25 and he's he's a sweetheart we just went on an adventure a couple weeks ago and I was riding up with him to somewhere up outside of Cleveland Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun though, but I love be I love being a mother of boys. I, I'm used to boys like your beautiful <laughs> little baby. Like she's so sweet, but I would not know how to do hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know yet either. I'm I'm gonna you learn will. soon though. Yeah, but that that is my absolute favorite job in life. And I had just graduated from a ten month program at Chauvin when I found out I was pregnant with my brat. So, but I decided, I'm like, no, my job is mommy now. You know, I was volunteering in the schools and things, and mm-hmm. the boys taught me so much. And they taught me one of the one of the fun facts about me is that I attend as many YSU football practices as I can. The practices, yes, okay, they're amazing. You learn so much. And how this started, the boys were young, and I always loved YSU. I brought them to as much as I could. I didn't know anything about sports. Mm-hmm. Well, I stumbled across practice one day, and it was open. Coach Trussell was coached then. Oh, man, we fell into, it just fell like into a tradition we did every year. And a real bonding moment yes, for all of you. Yeah. Yes, and in fact, my Bruce, for two years, he had a job. You know, Carmen, did you ever meet Carmen Cassis? 
Not yet, no. Or yeah, no. He passed away, but his family is the owners of the MBR. But Carmen was like the equipment manager. Okay. So Bruce. I've seen his photo, yes, the portrait down there. Yeah. yeah. And so what? Two years. Bruce had an actual job with the team, and he would run out onto the field after they kicked off and get the tea. Oh, great. So that's very special. And after that year after he died, I was like, because that's all new territory. I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. know if I can go. But I did, and I love it. Like, I can still see him out there, and I have those good memories. But practice, so I welcome you to come and practice with me one day because it's, it's interesting. I'd love to. And you never know who's watching <clears> you, you know, the past couple of years because of my schedule and things. I wasn't able to go, and a couple guys mentioned it. I'm like, they're like, we miss you. I'm like, aw. <laughs> but it's just been a beautiful journey, and there's so much more I want to do. Well, I do have my show, Rookery Radio. I yep. wanted to mention that. Yeah, please plug it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Loving me I, now. I love it. I've been doing it since January of 2014, once a week. And it's I called it Love and Music, YSU Edition, kind of combining a lot of things I love. I intentionally called it love. It's all positive, no negativity allowed. Anybody that's doing good in the community is welcome to my show. I play all kind of music. I'm a very diverse person, so I'm. What are you listening to, to right now? Drake. When Drake. You came, Drake <laughs> is my absolute favorite. But you know, I I was listening to a little Kilani. Um, I branched out. Oh, so I went to this library event the other night. And it was songs from the 60s and 70s, and that's not really typically anything I veer toward. But right. I'm open-minded, and I'm like, hey, maybe I'll find something good for my show. And I did. And I'm just open to learning. I'm starting to like jazz more. Okay. Thanks to YSU, we have a lot of good jazz bands here. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to expand. I, I, I practically live in Bliss Hall. <laughs> so I hear music all day, every day. And... Uh, a lot of jazz. I got to get over there mm -hmm. soon because that's another goal of mine. Like, I had heard about these piano rooms and things, these yeah. little recordings. So, earlier this year, my friends Simon and Juliet were doing something after we went to like a performance. Simon does uh, theater. Like, he was doing, I think, his first recital or something. And we went upstairs, so Juliet's on there keyboard and he's singing and I even recorded a little bit on my phone but I love that like mm -hmm. to me that's an adventure like there's so many fun things like I think I know so much about YSU and in some respects I do but there's I'm always discovering new things about it and it's just a treasure that we have in our city and so I just really value it I also have a lot of international friends here so I'm always asking them hey what's popular in your country mm -hmm. so I look up different music and you know what i found i really like is k-pop k-pop from korea <laughs> did you <laughs> <laughs> look it up sometimes okay. it's very i'm a visual learner so another thing i've done here for the past six years i've tutored for reading and study skills so that way i get to be like that teaching thing i mm -hmm. want to do and work with students you get to interact with all of these different interest area yes. uh in in your life that's wonderful <laughs> not a lot of people <clears throat> have the opportunity to do that 
nor make the opportunity for themselves to do that. So I'm excited to see you're still ambitious, you're still hungry, and you want to do all of these things. Thank you. And one thing I wanted to add, too, is I love Youngstown dearly. Some people mentioned to me, well, why don't you move away? That's and actually no. what I was going to ask you. Like <laughs> you've, you've spent your entire life in Youngstown, and um, you've had a, just a wide breadth of experiences. Could you imagine yourself anywhere else? At first, you know, I really said no because I just love Youngstown. I want to be part of the solution. Mm -hmm. We have to have communications here as students, and I wrote, the teacher gave us the option of doing our two speeches, so you had to have an inter informational and a persuasive, and he gave us the option of tying them together, so I did. <coughs> so I came here, did research, wrote about, my informational was about Youngstown, of course, mm -hmm. cool things, like there was a mansion here where this mog is or something, but... Then my persuasive one, and this was back in like summer of 2010, yeah. And it was like how we should view Youngstown as on the come up mm -hmm. versus, you know, decaying, like right. what we always hear. Um, so right now, somebody just offered me, my one friend's moving to Florida, and I said, you know, I would think about it, but being that I lost my roots, I, my bread is here, and I mm -hmm. Right now, it's not an option, but I'm not going to say never because I've done a lot of things in my life recently that I would have never, like, I never thought I would have a radio show and things right. like that. So I'm not going to rule it out completely, but not in the not in the foreseeable future. And I would be like, if I ever did, oh, trust me, I would maintain my ties because I just, I love my city. It's beautiful. Now, the only drawback is the coldness sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weather. Yeah. I do like this. I like this. Yes. what we're yes. having right now. <laughs> uh, for for our, our listening folks, uh, it's very, very nice out today. Bright and sunny. Uh, probably high 70s as of right now and that is your city of view weather report <laughs> <laughs> i love it I love uh it. rebecca if you don't mind me asking because i i think there is a, a really great um opportunity to expand on this uh one topic you had mentioned your capstone being about um domestic violence mm -hmm. and um particularly your interest in bringing advocacy and education to to the community can you uh talk a little bit about your capstone project and how maybe you want to implement the education, uh, domestic violence education, mm -hmm. advocacy uh, in the community here? Yes. Um, one of the things is, so I mentioned I have a, a women's studies minor. Yes. However, I was pursuing a nonprofit minor. So I have about half of that completed and I might revisit that because they've tweaked it a little bit. But one of the things I would like to do is have a nonprofit working with youth. During my capstone, I had to do a lot of research. The, the hardest part was narrowing down what I wanted to write, write about. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> there's so many oh. interests, you know. Like, I'm very big into Bridges Out of Poverty information, too. But I narrowed it down to talking with the professor, because that's something I really think about. And... I found so much research. One of the things the capstone makes you do, she said, you have to create new knowledge. So there's all kind of things out there about domestic violence and programs and youth, but I had to gear it more toward Ohio. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So what we discovered through the articles, there's not a lot to address like pre. You sure. know what I'm is that, does that make sense? Yeah. There's some things for post. Post if you've been abused. But after event. Yeah. Yes, but pre <clears throat> like it it really worries me because I'm on, you know, when you came here, I was on Facebook. I love Facebook. I love social media. But sometimes the things I read really worry me, whether it's a meme or mm-hmm. just a person's status. You know, there's a couple, there's a meme that's like, well, it goes through this checklist. If he, if he or she doesn't blah, 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 and one of them is like, get jealous or take your phone or, you know, things right. like that. Those are all red flags. Like, yeah. So my research for the capstone showed me that these attitudes you know come into play and there was there were so many instances of people being stalked and not enough preventative measures in place and uh, one or two ended in death of a young person and there were signs there where all kind of disturbing things. One gentleman had rigged his girlfriend's computer so he could like read her every text, wow. email. So that that's scary. Yeah, really. And how how they could monitor and things. So and with that, they can still have a reach. So let's say you get a protection order, which I had to get one right when I was starting back to school. And it, that alone is a, a whole nother complicated issue. And it's a scary time because mm-hmm. you don't know. In my case, I got an immediate <coughs> one because of the situation. I was threatened with a gun. But wow. that, that alone, that was only temporary and you had to go before a magistrate. So I think just to help, you know, I knew none of that before I'm in the midst of it. Right. So I think if we can work with our young, and educate them more because there's so many signals they're being given and sometimes it's even well-meaning friends but they're in my mind they're um, giving them the wrong advice that is going to lead them toward you know being abused (coughs) and we I learned a lot in college about people follow patterns so I'm trying to break some patterns myself which I think I've been pretty successful but the but I noticed graduating has made me feel very vulnerable because yeah. <laughs> YSU is so safe for me but I think that if we can help people recognize patterns and then avoid some of the ones that are not as healthy you know like there's there's a lot of statistics that show if people get out of one abusive relationship, they go to another one. And so you kind of have to work on yourself. Right. And one of my concentrations was social work. So with social work, you got to write a lot about yourself first. And that, some of that's hard. You do, and, and you only do it because you, you got to get a grade, you know. Right. And it's hard. Like, it's good to have that perspective. Yes. You know, that objectivity on yourself, which is, you know, not necessarily something that uh, we're any – individual person is challenged with, you know, Mm -hmm. um, wonderful. Well, um, 
that concludes our, our time for today. Uh, we'll hopefully pick this back up at another time, um, but I wanted to thank you for um, being you and being such a, a wonderful staple in the community. And, um, you know, having been here since the beginning and seeing everything that, that uh, you've seen and experienced, it's very uh, reassuring to know that you're very excited about the future of Youngstown and more importantly, your place in it and what you're able to, to build uh, for that future. So uh, thanks again, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care, everybody. We'll see you. Well, I, I won't see you, but I'll, <laughs> we'll certainly talk to you. Uh, this guy needs some coffee. Go get some coffee, everyone. Take care. <laughs>